In the sweet early hours of an April morning, Benjamin and Emily Whetstone gathered their belongings, packed their buggy, and set out for St. Joe, Missouri. At nineteen and fifteen years old, they were about to take an adventure of the unknown. Losing their Amish parents to a drowning accident, they longed for family. They would travel from Elkhart, Indiana by buggy, cross a river by ferry, and enter St. Joe, Missouri. There they would take the money their parents had left behind and trade their horse and buggy for an oxen team and wagon. Staying in the Amish community they grew up in was no longer an option. Not feeling any connection, their late mother's desire became their passion. Their mother had longed to reconnect with her sister and family who had been excommunicated years before for the simple fact of wanting to share the gospel of Jesus Christ outside the Amish faith. This was against the Amish rules, and their aunt's desires brought on the fact of them being excommunicated. The siblings and aunt were forced to leave, and she resettled out in Oregon, the land of new opportunity. Benjamin and Emily made the choice to leave all they ever knew to fulfill their mother's wishes. It would be a trying journey filled with sweet and tender moments, as well as extreme hardships, and it would try their faith to the utmost. With news of so many people leaving for Oregon, they decided to seek refuge with strangers on the trail, as they hold on to their gleaming hope and their love for Jesus Christ. With much to ponder, mostly of the unknown, they made a decision to pretend that they are husband and wife instead of brother and sister, in hopes that this would bring more protection to Emily. So, as Abram and Sarai in the Old Testament took on the charade of being a married couple, so did Benjamin and Emily. When the sun hit the skies that morning, they slowly pulled away without the blessings from those they had known all their lives. Leaving their name scratched out by the Amish community as a lesson to others they left behind. Now alone with only each other, they too were excommunicated, and what remains is their strong faith and determination. Leaving a dusty trail behind, they each take one last glance as they pass by their old familiar family farm, and yet a smile spreads across their faces. Well, Emily, we're off, and I do believe there is no turning back now, but the Lord will provide. Do you believe so, Emily? Oh, yes, Benjamin, I do believe that he'll provide for us, and he shall deliver us to Oregon safe and sound. And taking his hand in her, she smiled as they passed farm after farm until they finally saw no family farms any more. As they settled into their thoughts, they found themselves strong, happy, and determined, despite all the warnings the congregation had given them. It was April of 1852, and the day was young while their spirits were high. Arriving in St. Joe, Missouri, their eyes were opened wide to the enormous amount of wagons all lined up for the train. For as far back as they could see, they could not identify any other Amish which made them a bit nervous. But they took the attitude that they must be two of the brave ones, and they pulled up in line. Here they would purchase any supplies they needed to have, and this is where they traded in their horse and buggy for a team of oxen and a wagon. Scurrying about, they unloaded and loaded their buggy and wagon, piling in their food supplies and water. With so many doing business, they found out they would be staying the night, and they got themselves a room. It was understood that the train would then be ready to pull out at dawn. Getting a good night's sleep and a well-rounded meal, they waited for the departure with excitement. 
Morning arrived, and they took their place in line on the train, and they were now Oregon-bound. Sitting side by side, they began their journey. Benjamin and Emily were about halfway down the train with their wagon, and behind them was a wagon filled with so many children. They were hanging out the sides of the wagon, all excited and looking around everywhere. Emily watched as the children squirmed and giggled as their wagon rolled along. She was thinking to herself that if nothing else she would really enjoy the children on this train, for she loved children so much. She had hoped her own mama would have had many children, but she had her and her brother, and then her mother could have no more. This is where her Aunt Martha came in. She had eleven children, and Emily began thinking about the day that her community excommunicated her and made her take all her children for a buggy ride to town and then never returned. It was heartbreaking, and the rules of their community's faith kept Emily and her family from staying in touch. Although her mother was able to...